Hello, and welcome to Fluid Power World's Women in Fluid Power podcast series. Today, with our first podcast ever, we're joined by Celine Kebana and Ashley Busquet from FD Groups America. Celine is the technical account manager, and Ashley is a simulation engineer there. I'm just going to go ahead and let them talk to you a little bit about who they are and what they do there at FD Groups Americas. Celine, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your history? Yes. Uh, so I do have a master in uh, industrial engineering and baccalaureate first degree engineering degree in a mechanical engineer. And uh, I did work for a while at the beginning of my career uh, in the pulp and paper industry. And then uh, uh, there was a family and travels. And uh, I, when I came back, uh, to engineering, uh, I came back to uh, fluid power. Um, and uh, since 2015 now, I'm technical account manager in uh, FD Groups America and mainly trying to develop the business for them. Uh, FD Groups America do um, design and manufacture hydraulic valves, mainly for hydrostatic transmission. And we offer also a service of uh, Simulation, dynamic simulation. So those are mainly what we're promoting in the U.S. And uh, that's where I am. And then now we have Ashley with us, and she'll talk about herself. So I started, um, I did my bachelor's in mechanical engineering. Um, from there, I went to Purdue. I was a grad student of Monica Ivantisanova. I did my master's in as well in mechanical engineering, and then I did my PhD there with her in agricultural and biological engineering, um, both focused on hydraulics. Uh, just recently, the beginning of this year in 2019, then I started with FD Groups in America, I guess, on the American side, and um, I've been training a lot with the engineers in France and doing the dynamic simulation and learning a lot on that side as well. So. Wonderful. Uh, Dr. Monica was a legend in the industry, so I'm glad that she brought you into fluid power. I believe that you had said in the past that she kind of was one of the people that was influenced you into actually, you know, wanting to work in this industry. Yes. So I never had the idea of going into hydraulics. Uh, I was invited to tour Purdue as a graduate student, and there I toured the Maha Lab, and I met Monica, and yeah, she was very strong in the idea of having females in the hydraulic world. And it was very hard to say no to her. So I started working with her and uh, I guess haven't looked back since then. Celine, how did you end up working in fluid power after you got back into this business of engineering? It's more by chance. Uh, I was looking for a job in, back in 2015 after uh, leaving the country for uh, nine years. So when I came back, I was looking for work and uh, mainly I'm very interested in any technical industry. I really wanted to go back in technical on the technical side. Um, so for me, uh, the, the offer at uh, FD Groups America was uh, business development, but but really technical sales also. So it's not just uh, selling uh, 
pants or, or socks, but really uh, having something that is more, I'm not selling t-shirts. That was not my interest, but my interest was really to go and learn a new technology that I did not uh, work with before, and uh, because my, my pleasure is to uh, try to resolve problem, technical problem. So uh, being in the fluid power was a good uh, way of doing it. And um, it was technical for me. And, and then the sales part also, I like to see and talk to people. But yes, uh, for me, it was, I would say, I was looking at a technical, more technical job. And that's the one I found. And I'm pretty happy with the industry, and I like it. It is a great industry to be in, for sure. I feel like it's it's kind of like a family. Yes. And I feel like uh, there's a lot of great people in here, and, and there are a lot of amazing women in this industry. Do you have any, you know, people that influenced you to ever become an engineer? Was that something you always wanted to do? Because you have a master's degree, you said, so that clearly that was a, a passion for you. At first, I would say that my dad was a mechanical engineer, and uh, I, I guess it was the, the influence for me to go in the uh, in mechanical engineering, and and why mechanical engineering? Because it was for me uh, the uh, the one that I thought was touching more to everything. So I don't know if it's because he was doing at the end more project management, but in mecha- in the mechanical industry, but then touching also the uh, electromechanical and a little bit of structural and so so that was the example I had and uh, being a person who liked solving technical problems uh, that I was seeing myself in that path. Wonderful. Ashley, you mentioned Dr. Monica. How did you end up going into engineering yourself, though? You didn't meet her until later in your education. You know, why was engineering your your field of choice? Back in high school, many years ago, um, I had a math teacher, actually, that I I really enjoyed math, and he had suggested to me to look into engineering. Uh, So from there, I started in some engineering groups and taking some classes in college, and um, it was really great because in my undergrad experience, I started by taking both electrical and mechanical, and then from there, the last two years, you kind of started focusing more on one. So I decided on mechanical engineering from that, and then I also had an internship at Dow Chemical in Michigan, and I worked in a group of all PhDs. So they kind of helped me realize my dream of getting my PhD and continuing my education, and then, as you said, from there, I met Monica, and Uh, decided to go into hydraulics and it was a pretty simple and easy decision for me to continue following that path because as Celine was talking as well the technical aspect of it is really intriguing and really interesting to get into not just in hydraulics but also the mechanical background as well. Along those lines do you guys have any interesting stories any cool design challenges that you faced and and, uh, tackled that you'd like to share with our our listeners about a cool project you've worked on? I'm new to the field and the industry part of it, but I like to just kind of use an example of grad school in general uh, because research doesn't always go as planned. So you kind of learn to adapt and stay positive. And also with the grad school, you follow the newest innovation. So it's kind of fun to bring that into the industry and see how it goes. 
I guess. So it's not a, it's not an exact project. Like I said, I'm kind of new on the industry side of things, but um, it's fun to watch it grow. Absolutely. On my side, I would say that I always have been a more generalist, uh, not in the design itself, but uh, application engineer. Uh, and now I'm more uh, application uh, uh, slash project slash sales. But throughout my career, I would say that the challenge or the most interesting for me being the technical part was always to learn the new technology I was working in because I did change industry and learning new uh, technology, learning new part of the industry, mechanical industry, because the mechanical industry is very, very, very wide, was always very interesting, but also challenging because you're starting and maybe you don't know anything. So. Yeah, I, I am not an engineer, but I love to kind of see how how the projects go and how people kind of, like you said, you know, things don't always go as planned, but the challenges can be fun and, and interesting. And then you come up with great innovation. So it is definitely interesting to see how that all goes, goes to happen. What do you love the most about the fluid power industry? I, Ashley, you're new to it, but, uh, but you've, you've got to work in it in, in, in your master's degree and, and PhD, you know, so then you've worked in it for, I think you said 15 years. What do you think about, you know, this market and the people involved in it? So that's the biggest thing I think that I love about hydraulics is like you said earlier, it's a small world. So it's a family. Uh, you're traveling to conferences or even in my case, many colleagues that I worked with in graduate school. Now you're seeing in the industry and it, the people make it great. What I like about it is uh, I'm always, I've, not, I've been in the industry since 2015. So it's not very long and I'm always amazed of everywhere we can use it. So, so starting, uh, our products are mainly on uh, a five-way equipment, but then uh, realizing that there's also an on-road equipment that has the fluid power, and then in all industry and uh, pneumatics and in uh, so 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 every go you everywhere you go you can find some, and that's all that always amazes me. It is. I I always love to point out to my daughters different machines where fluid power is used and 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 they used to kind of make fun of me but now they get excited and they'll be like mom you should write an article about this ride at this amusement park so it is pretty cool it, it really is everywhere and it's it's like you said it's a small industry but it's powerful and mighty you're two uh fairly new women to the fluid power industry but um you know, you've got a lot of experience behind you and a lot of knowledge and a lot of education. What do you think that we can do to promote more young women and more educated women getting into this this industry and, and, and joining an engineering career for fluid power? Uh, I've been uh, following, and, and I'm going to give an example that is not exactly in the fluid power, a little bit more now, but I've been following uh, since a couple of years, uh, first robotics, because I had the girls that are doing uh, robots, and a uh, mom that is happy to do robots with the girls. <laughs> but uh, I think that uh, it needs to go, uh, it's not tomorrow morning that we'll have a lot of women in fluid power, but I think that if we start very early and we have uh, fluid power challenges, uh, like in the first robotics, also in the FRC, you can have the pneumatics, they're using pneumatics. So that's, for me, uh, a way to bring and to get excitement 
about the engineering field in general and fluid power also. Because those types of uh, competition uh, are very collaborative and uh, for the kids it's very uh, rewarding also. So after that they want to continue or they perhaps not all the kids that do that want to continue but I think that that's a good way to get them to continue after in engineering or fluid power. And I have a little bit maybe different perspective but in my opinion I think it's good mentors because that's that's the background that I've had in engineering from Monica and now working with Celine. I've always had some great mentors. Also lucky enough to have women mentors uh, myself. So I think that really helped me stay in the field that I can feel maybe welcomed as well. Uh, also touching on that, the equality. So uh, don't not treating women any differently in the field, whether it's good or bad. Absolutely. I think uh, mentoring seems to be one of the resounding ideas and mentoring, you know, at the college level, but even as you said, uh, Celine, mentoring the younger girls in those first groups or the NFPA Action Challenge, that is, is really critical to, to uh, getting them on that career path. So I think that's something that we're going to have to pursue further along the line as, as women in this industry. Finally, uh, this is an interesting question for you. Do you guys think that women have a different perspective, you know, bringing it um, as women into engineering and fluid power? If so, is it any different than what men might bring? Okay, I'm going to use an example from when I was in um, college, one of my very first professors, because uh, I was one of two girls in the entire program. So he would always use an example with me that uh, the rendezvous, it's uh, maybe an older car, so that kind of makes me sound old too, but... Um, he would use the rendezvous as an example and say that you could tell that the team, the engineering team was all men um, because it had a lot of power, but it wasn't very nice to look at. Uh, so fluid power is obviously power, but I think that women can kind of still bring a different perspective and uh, just a different view on things that can maybe open up to leading to the new innovation that um, wouldn't necessarily uh, be important from a men's perspective. Absolutely. And I want to add something uh, there. Um, I agree with Ashley, uh, but I think also that the more diversified your team is, the more diversified you can have or you can bring more uh, uh, ideas from different uh, backgrounds. So bringing ideas from ideas from different backgrounds helps you to innovate more. If you're always doing the same thing the same way, you're going to continue <laughs> to do the same thing the same way. But if you're bringing people from outside, then you're, you have a diversification that will uh, help you have new ideas. Absolutely. And that and that goes for women. It goes for younger versus older engineers. It goes for people from different cultures and around the world. I think that really is important. Diversity is, is critical to engineering teams. I think you're totally on the mark there. Yes. Any other thoughts you ladies would like to add about fluid power and the future of your careers here in this wonderful industry? I don't have much to add, but I just want to say, too, that to any girls wanting to get into hydraulics, go for it. <laughs> we need to get more <laughs> education programs out there. Or engineering in general. Absolutely. Get involved and have fun. It is fun. 
Well, thank you very much, Celine and Ashley, for being here for our very first Women in Fluid Power podcast. I appreciate you taking the time to be with us today and welcome our audience to continue to listen and connect with Celine and, and Ashley. And perhaps you can find some more active, engaged women to join FD Group someday. 